your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Thomas Welch. I'm Josh Hyman. And we got an exciting episode for you today. There are rumors circulating that Matthew Kachuk wants out of Calgary, and the Blues might be a team that's knocking on his door with Vladimir Tarasenko possibly involved. Probably more pieces, but we're going to get into it on today's episode. We're also going to continue our NHL Players Association player poll with the season opinions towards the end of this episode, but it should be a lot of fun. Uh, Before we get into that, I want to remind you guys about Bet Online, because Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. You can track all the action at Bet Online, get all the latest news, odds, info for all your sporting needs, including the MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC or MMA actions. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance. To get into the game as teams prep for their runs through the playoffs, use that promo code Locked On. You get 50% off your welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code Locked On at BetOnline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. So reported yesterday, according to Sportsnet analyst Shane O'Brien on the Steve Coolius Power Play podcast, Matthew Kachuk might won out of Calgary. I'm not going to say he'd be way happier in St. Louis, Josh, but he's definitely going to be way happier in St. Louis if and when that does happen, if we get him in his prime, especially during this offseason, which we've talked about on this podcast, is going to be so crucial for the St. Louis Blues moving forward, recreating their identity as a team. What better way to recreate your identity as a team than Matthew Kachuk, hometown hero, absolute stud, flying home from Calgary and taking this team back to Stanley Cup contention. Look, I mean, we talked about this a lot when, like, Patty Maroon was on the Blues, and there's something special about being able to play, you know, for your for your hometown team that you grew up um, loving. You know, you spend time in your driveway playing street hockey, um, counting down, hey, Matthew Kuchuk. For the St. Louis Blues, 5, 4, 3, 2, he scores. The Blues win the Stanley Cup. You know, he's probably played that memory in his head out in his driveway countless times. And and now that he's um, potentially wanting out of Calgary, it, it just makes so much sense. And, like, not even to mention the fact that we've been talking about this even before we heard the um, heard the, the, the rumors that he wanted out. Like, we've just been saying this as, as a bit of a pipe dream. Uh, but now that it's sort of coming coming into a bit more of a realistic scenario, now that he wants to potentially get traded, it, it just makes too much sense. I think Calgary's kind of struggled the last couple of years with uh, the production that uh, their their team expects and their fan base expects. And the problem with them coming up is, I think we talked about it before, but they're going to have to pay Johnny Goudreau. And obviously, you, you would have to pay Matthew Kachuk in that scenario, too. I think they're in the same year, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the same offseason. So that is a lot of money. Uh, that is a lot of cap space that could potentially become available for you to 
address needs in depth uh, anywhere you need them. So moving a guy like Matthew Kachuk for them obviously would be difficult. I think he's well on his way to becoming captain of the Calgary Flames if he doesn't move. But I, I think it could be a match made for both teams, really. I think the Blues are in dire need of a scoring winger uh, that plays a similar style as Matthew Kachuk. And I think, um, like we said, I think he'd be a perfect fit here. You look at his stats, I mean, last season, 16 goals, 27 assists, so 43 points in 56 games. The season before that, 61 points in 69 games. Season before that, 77 points in 80 games. So it's not of the realm of possibility that Matthew Kachuk comes to St. Louis absolutely lights the world on fire and becomes a point-per-game player. Yeah, we've been spending a lot of time talking about game-breakers and how the Blues need um, a, a player that can come in and just dominate and and get all of the focus of the other team on them. Um, and we've also been talking about how the Blues need a left winger. Uh, Matthew Kachuk has all of those things. Could be Could instantly come in and be the best forward on this team. Um, he's young. He's yet to enter his prime. Um, and he has the ability to play Craig Berube's style, and he plays left wing. It, it's it's too perfect. All the stats you write home about with this guy, I mean, 132 hits on the season. It feels like the Blues, and we talked about it on here before too, like there's a lot of guys, for, for a team that's so physical-based, I feel like there's a lot of guys on the Blues that are more speed or skill, especially on the defensive end. So to bring in a guy, if they are doubling down on Craig Berube, if they are doubling down on that physical style of hockey, I mean, in my opinion, Jack Eichel is a fantastic player, but I think in terms of a target list of players in this offseason, there is no better fit for this team. Uh, than a player like Matthew Kachuk. Even before that, the news broke that he wanted out, when we were just kind of dreaming about, oh, who would this team add? We were saying, oh, Matthew Kachuk would be perfect. He's from here. He's exactly what we need. And that was before we knew anything about it. That was just, oh, yeah, he's a free agent next year. So maybe, you know, the Blues get lucky. Now, all of a sudden, a few weeks later, um, rumors coming out that he's potentially demanding a trade. Um, and, and if you're Doug Armstrong and you're looking at someone that could come in and, and sort of revitalize the energy and the youth of this team, you know, that Matthew Kachuk's going to, you know, would go out there and, and give his everything for this team. Not that he's not doing that for Calgary necessarily, but you know, like I said, playing for a childhood team, it's, it's something that everyone grows up doing or grows up wanting to do. So if that were to end up happening for him, you you got to imagine how much effort and and how much um, he would you know love the opportunity to play in St. Louis and how much he would inevitably um, prove his worth to this city. So much to unpack here, and so we're going to continue with this conversation uh, when we get back from this break. So don't go anywhere. On the other side of this conversation, you have a possibility of Vladimir Tarasenko being one of the pieces, not the only piece, but one of the pieces uh, involved in this trade or this hypothetical trade. And for the Flames, I feel like that might be a good move for them. I mean, having the established credibility and the established uh, production that Vladimir Tarasenko has in the playoffs, it could if he resurges to what we've come to expect from him, uh, when he's playing at full strength, when he's playing at 100% healthiness, uh, he could very well be an asset for the Calgary Flames and kind of push them over the edge uh, to get deep into the playoffs. But for the Blues, 
If you're thinking of what is it going to take to get Matthew Kachuk, I think we talked about it a little bit on here before. Uh, Jeremy Rutherford went on 101 ESPN and said it'd probably take more of a combination of Jordan Cairo and Robert Thomas as opposed to Vladimir Tarasenko. That is a large fee, and it's going to be tough for Blues fans who have become so attached to guys like Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo. But I think you cannot, you can't find a better fit for this team than a guy who grew up here, a guy whose dad works for the team, a guy who lives and breathes St. Louis, as we saw at the All-Star game when he put on the Yadier Molina hockey jersey and started slinging pucks from the rafters. There is no better fit for the St. Louis Blues than Matthew Kachuk, and there is no better fit for Matthew Kachuk to play hockey anywhere than in St. Louis. Without a doubt, obviously it would be painful to to see the what the package would be going the other way whether it's a guy like Vladimir Tarasenko and then some combination of Cairo and Thomas. I don't know. I don't know if I would if I would be too too ecstatic about Cairo and Thomas going for Matthew Kachuk cuz in a in a sense I do feel like that would be somewhat of a lateral move. I don't know if Matthew Kachuk would sort of I don't know if losing Thomas and Cairo and bringing in Matthew Kachuk would be a net positive for the Blues. I don't know if he could I don't know if he on his own could replace what both of those two bring individually. Um, but the fact that he is so young means that we haven't even really come close to seeing his, his max potential. So when it comes down to it, you know, if, if, if that's what it takes to bring in a, a franchise changing talent, like Matthew Kachuk, you do have to make sacrifices and you do have to trade away players that you thought would be long-term pieces of the core for this team. And if that does end up being Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo, I have faith that Doug Armstrong you know, has the ability to take an honest look at his team and his players. And I don't think he's really ever made a move that, or at least recently, that he hasn't made a whole lot of moves that are just straight up losses for the St. Louis Blues in terms of talent. Like he's had a few moves that have just failed because the player that he brought in didn't meet the expectations um, that was set for them. But I, I don't think that we there's really much of a worry that he would overpay for a guy like Matthew Goodchuck. So if if it does inevitably happen that, um, we, we have to get rid of some big names like Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo. I have faith that Doug Armstrong will be doing it knowing full well that it was very much worth it. Getting Matthew Kachuk to the St. Louis Blues would be a dream come true. I think getting Matthew Kachuk to the St. Louis Blues in his prime would be absolute nirvana. I am on board with you. I think worst case scenario would be losing Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo. Uh, as we've seen in years past, especially with the Ryan O'Reilly trade, I I think Doug Armstrong has a very high opinion of those two players and would do everything in his power uh, to not involve them in a trade. But personally, if it comes down to it and Calgary says they're walking away if those two aren't involved, I think I'm still pulling the trigger, unfortunately, even though I love those guys. But you think about the other names that could be involved in that conversation as well, and it still stinks. Like, imagine if Calgary wants Jake Neighbors. That's going to sting. He had a fantastic year. It's probably our top two prospects. If not, he's the top one. Clem Costin. Basically, the year before everyone's expecting him to break out at the NHL level, or at least finally see what he's capable of at the NHL level. They ship him off to Calgary. That would sting as well. Uh, Scott Perunovic who probably would have played last season if he didn't have surgery. A Hobie Baker winner, MVP in the NCAA. Big expectations from him come in, ship him off to Calgary. So really, really any way you go about this, it's going to sting. 
there are definitely some combinations where it would sting more than others. But I think if the end result is getting Matthew Kachuk, like I said, to St. Louis, I, I will not be mad regardless of who we move. And I think that goes along with the idea that kind of what we've talked about on one of our episodes is like, is anyone on our team right now really untouchable? Because I think for me personally, maybe Ryan O'Reilly, probably David Perron, but besides those guys, like, and even, even if like the asking price for those guys is right, I'd still listen to it, you know? So I don't think, I don't think there's anyone on the blues that I'd be unwilling to move. I really don't think that there is an untouchable player on this team. Obviously, you know, when you're talking about guys like Matthew Kachuk and going back a few a few episodes ago, Jack Eichel, obviously no one's going to be untouchable when it comes to those guys. But these are just like, you know, pipe dreams that we're, we're kind of talking about. You know, Matthew Kachuk, there wasn't a whole lot of backing to that uh, beyond what we found out today and yesterday. Um, same with Jack Eichel, you know, it's just rumors. But if it comes down to it, you know, if there are more realistic trades, because, you know, Doug Armstrong, he's he's not not known to be someone who kind of gives away his hand. Like the Braden Shen trade from a few years ago came out of absolutely nowhere, and the Ryan O'Reilly trade came after um, the Blues were basically considered out of the sweepstakes. So it, it, it really it's, – it's tough, you know, talking about untouchables on this team because we're talking about guys like Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo being shipped out for Matthew Kachuk, and not that I think that they're going to be traded, but – if they be traded for Matthew Kachuk, there's there's no reason to believe why that you know there's there's other players out there that Doug Armstrong's looking into that aren't at the top of the rumor mill and aren't generating stories. But you know, like I said, Doug Armstrong is known to be kind of mischievous when he's constructing his trades and doesn't show what he's going after until the trade is breaking. So who knows what what they're up to? Who knows if there's another trade that could eventually break? And it's just not a guy that we've been talking about. But the fact that I, I think, like you said, there are no untouchables on this team makes it really interesting to see how this offseason will be approached in terms of trades. Here's a fun hypothetical question for you here, Josh. I feel like it's not going to be fun. If if you had to pick one of the Kachuk brothers, that would be, who do you think would be the best fit for the Blues? Because they're both talented, both in different ways. I think Matthew Kachuk is a little more uh, offensively gifted in terms of speed and skill. I think Brady Kachuk is a little more gifted uh, with his physicality and his net front presence. So, uh, if and, and that really I think goes into the conversation of like the transition this team is going to too. Like, would you rather have someone uh, who uh, might be a little bit faster, might be a little more offensively gifted, but I think Brady Kachuk does all the little things and grinds it out, does all the things that players don't want to do, especially as we saw this year. A lot of guys refuse to get to the front of the net and uh, create tra- traffic uh, for their teammates, and I think Brady Kachuk would do that very well. So in, in your opinion, would you rather have Matthew or Brady? I think you summed it up perfectly by explaining what each of them brings to the table. I think I think Matthew Kachuk would maybe improve this team more than Brady Kachuk, but in terms of pure fit and scheme, I think Brady Kachuk makes more sense in that aspect. Just because he he does um, everything that I said about Matthew Kachuk and fitting Craig Berube's style, Brady may, might even do a little bit better. Um, but I think you couldn't go wrong with either of them. I say let's go get both of them. Can you imagine having two Kachuks on the team at the same time? I would lose would my marbles. Would be amazing. That'd be absolutely insane. Um, almost as much as I lose my marbles when I taste Built Bar because it's the best tasting protein bar you've ever had. Do you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors? They've got coconut, coconut almond, 
cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. There's something for everybody, and if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. So go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. When we come back, uh, we're going to round up this episode, give our final takes on Matthew Kachuk to the St. Louis Blues. We're also going to finish it out with our season opinions, uh, finishing off the NHL Players Association Awards and give our takes on the polls that rounded out that discussion. So don't go anywhere. So final take, Matthew Kachuk to the St. Louis Blues. Does it happen ever, and does it happen this offseason? It's still so early in the rumor mill that I would say probably not, just because I think that there's still so much that would need to go right to make this trade happen. You know, first first and foremost, that rumor would need to be true, which, you know, that's that's the definition of a rumor, is it's it's just that, a rumor. We don't know how much truth there is behind it. Um, And we probably never will know until a trade does or doesn't happen. So, you know, we very well could see it progress like the Eichel trade talks have progressed and see like, yep, nope, definitely happening. You know, because the Eichel trade talk started out as as pure rumors and a lot of people shut it down. And the next thing you know, um, it's being talked at as pretty much inevitable. But at the moment, it doesn't really seem like there's much more than just being a rumor. Um, obviously, like we've been saying, it's a match made in heaven and it would be perfect. And I do think that if he were ever available, Doug Armstrong would absolutely go extra hard into trying to make him, um, end up with the St. Louis blues. But until I see more of more solid reports and, and, you know, his name actually appearing in trade talks, I would have to say no, just because I don't think that the Calgary flames want to trade a guy like that. Um, he has potential to be, you know, their best player for a decade down the line. So if he is uh, as unhappy as the report says he is, then we'll continue to see more of a more of a concrete answer to his his desires. But until then, I'm I'm gonna be I'm not gonna get my hopes up, and I'm gonna stay optimistic. But I'm also gonna try to stay realistic in the sense that it would still take a miracle at this point to bring Matthew Kachuk to St. Louis. But lock can change really quickly, so who knows. I'm going to go hot take, Josh. You ready for this? I'm ready. I think, given everything that's happened over the last 24 to 48 hours, sometimes Doug Armstrong puts out rumors like this, and maybe maybe there is no backing to this, but maybe he put it out that, like, oh, like, Vladdy would be involved in this trade or something, or, like, maybe there are talks, maybe there aren't. All I'm saying is anytime any rumors like this gain attention, and see Blues fans kind of rally behind. And I think we saw something similar with Ryan O'Reilly, right? It's like We absolutely did. The Blues were in talks about Ryan O'Reilly, and pe- and fans were like, oh, that would be nuts. Like, I hope we don't lose Thomas. I hope we don't lose Kairou. But like anybody else, like, that would be insane to get a guy that good to come in here. And so what does Doug Armstrong do? He goes out and gets him. And then Mike Hoffman, kind of the same scenario, was talked about offseason after offseason as a guy that the Blues should bring in because he brings offensive potential. It didn't happen for a little while, but eventually Doug Armstrong got to bringing Mike Hoffman in. And I think that same level of 
desire for a player of this caliber, and especially a player that is Matthew Kachuk, is heightened so much by this passionate fan base. We know Doug Armstrong has a burner account on Twitter, right? I'm sure he has one on Facebook. I'm sure he has one on Instagram. There's no way he can go about navigating his social media without seeing all of these fans crying out for Matthew Kachuk to come to St. Louis. So in my personal opinion, if it doesn't happen, you can bring out your pitchforks, you can bring out your torches, yell at me all you want. But in my personal opinion, I think Matthew Kachuk comes to the St. Louis Blues, maybe not this offseason, but I think Matthew Kachuk comes to the St. Louis Blues sooner rather than later. I hope you're right. With that being said, I think that wraps up the Matthew Kachuk conversation. So we're going to finish off with our season opinions from the NHL Players Association polls. So the first question on that bad boy is, would you like to see regional divisions carried forward? 68% of NHL players said no. Josh, what do you think? It depends. I think it, if, if implemented correctly, like it could be interesting, but... This year, I definitely got tired of seeing the same teams over and over again. Um, so I, I would I, I like the variety that the previous division structure offered. I'd probably be on the side leading towards no as well. Um, but and it seems like the players are, are sort of in agreement with that as well. Yeah, I like the Blues being in the central a lot more than being in what was it the Honda division or whatever the West the, the West. <laughs> it just felt weird calling the Blues, and I guess it's like Midwest or whatever. But Central feels a lot more like St. Louis Blues, uh, and I guess it paid off because <laughs> we made the playoffs in a year that we probably wouldn't have uh, in the Central. Maybe I don't know who who really knows what would have happened if we were in the Central, but uh, it did pay off that we were going up against some of the some of the worst teams in the NHL. But uh, I I still think. I still think there was not a lot of problems with the old way, so why fix something that's not broken? Um, so, so moving on, would you like to see a series-style schedule carried forward? So the way that um, the the Blues played was like seven games, seven or eight games against each team um, and playing like two or three games in a row and then going and moving to a different opponent. 66% of players said yes. I think I'm on board with that conversation. It, it kind of mimics baseball but in terms of traveling I don't think it makes a lot of sense to go somewhere or like if you have to play in California right and then your next game is in New York and you're just flying all over God's green earth for one game I mean obviously it's like a hockey game so it is a big deal but if you could knock out two games there or three games there instead just give players a little bit more time to rest and relax and not just pull them like little puppets all over the United States of America I think that makes more sense for the players, I think that makes more sense for the fans because the players will be there uh, three games in a row. So uh, emotions will be higher in that third game compared to like what happens in those first two games. It just makes a lot of sense for a whole lot of reasons. So for that reason, I think it's perfect. I think reducing travel is really important there. Um, you know, if you're if you're if you're if you have to play uh, a West Coast team twice in a year or, or whatever. Um, Maybe instead of doing one home, one away game each year, maybe you play, you know, your your uh, out of conference team twice in their home arena one year, and then next year you go and you do it at your home arena or whatever, just reduce travel. But the other thing is, like you said, it would be a great opportunity for fans. You know, like me being a Blues fan from the Boston area, um, it's been tough trying to go to games because like a lot of times it'd be like on a Wednesday night at like seven thirty, and I'm like, dang, I got school, like I can't. It just wouldn't work. 
Um, but if there's multiple games, you know, if they're coming in and they're playing two games over a weekend, it opens up a lot of opportunity for fans to pick and choose which games they go to or go to both. Um, I think it's a no-brainer, and I think the that the lead, the fact that the players agreed with it as well makes a lot of sense. All right, and so our our final question of this segment and the final question of the NHL Players Association poll: Which reverse retro jersey is your favorite? Twenty-eight percent of the players said the Colorado Avalanche. That was the overwhelming front runner. Ten percent said the Los Angeles Kings, uh, and then. Six percent for the Flames, six percent for the Wild, four percent for the Caps. What's the Wild? Four no percent for the Ducks, four percent for the Panthers, and they're all. Uh, it feels like everyone else is kind of middle of the pack, but the Avs high and away above the rest of the competition. I think I would agree. I think the Avs have a really nice jersey. The colors, the color scheme, I think is mm-hmm. just really what sets mm-hmm. it. And like obviously the history is there and stuff, but the the baby blue with the maroon, dude. I mean, and the white, like oh, it's so. I don't know what it is. It's just so appealing to me. I, I think the Blues could have gotten a little bit more love there, but Blues got I don't snubbed. disagree. Maybe maybe I disagree with the Wild being up there, but or the Ducks. But no, I think for the most part, like I said in yesterday's episode, and I think that the the players know best in terms of when they're voting for these things. So it doesn't surprise me that Colorado came in on top. And uh, we appreciate you guys for always coming in on top and listening to our podcast. We'll be back here. Every day of the rest of this week, every day of the rest of next week. As soon as the Stanley Cup playoffs are over, we'll be back doing it again with the offseason, with the draft, with everything you need to know. You can get it right here on the Locked on Blues podcast. So thank you guys so much for listening. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter at Locked on Blues. You can follow me on Twitter and Spotify Green Room at 12 or 15. You can follow Josh on Twitter and Spotify Green Room at Josh Hyman NHL. But like I said... Thank you guys so much for listening. Matthew Kachuk to the St. Louis Blues, and let's go Blues.